before we get the party started. Are you easily offended? Welcome to the Right to Remain Offended podcast, or R2RO for short. This podcast is hosted by Craig, Eric, Scott, sometimes Chuck, and not always Matt, along with special guests. If you're sensitive and somebody hurts your feelings, I don't give a f- This is not group therapy, so get over it. We're not really mean, but we'll say mean things to you for sure. What are the guys talking about in this episode? Probably just a bunch of Planet Radio 106.7, the best rock on the planet. Welcome back to the R2RO show. So the weather was, for me, got nice for a little while when it got super cold. I love that stuff. It was mm. a very nice weekend. Because I got like a real fireplace in my house. So I was like loaded that thing up with wood and had me a real fire going since, you know, y'all aren't allowed to have one. You can't have a fire. You can have a fire in your house. Yeah, I hope so because I, I lit one. But what if, what if an ash goes through your chimney <laughs> and falls in my backyard? I have a big pile of wood ready to burn in my backyard. I have a lot of wood too. I'm ready. I need it. I need it to burn. But my neighbors called the fire department on me when there wasn't a burn ban. So I know if I burn this thing down, <laughs> I'm getting the ball gone. <laughs> I mean, look, dude, that stuff's pretty serious because, I mean, especially with all the grass and stuff gets super dry. That whole oh, field. Yeah. I, I know we lit some fields on fire when I was a kid on accident. Yeah. And everywhere as you look, everything's brown. Everything's mostly dead except for the trees. Yeah. So oh, I, I get it. I understand the reasoning, but it's almost too cold for this. And it was too cold for this the other day. Yeah, we need to be able to burn. I mean, there needs to be a temperature rule. Right. Like, they made all these rules and all mm-hmm. these regulations, but the one rule and regulation didn't come up was like, hey, it is South Louisiana. What if it, if, what if it gets under 65 and it's still uh, that dry? That was about to say You have to let us burn some stuff, man. We need we need a bonfire. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> yeah. We invented the word. Like, it's, it's ours. Yeah. We'll, we'll find a way to maintain it or keep it close. I mean, can you have any kind of flame open outside? Just like a barbecue pit? Just cooking. You can do a barbecue pit. Yeah. Yeah. I read the, I read the rules. Oh, you did? Yeah. Because I you really was going to go right up to the line. Well, so I was trying. Well, I was going to go over the line, but just be able to like see the line. Yeah. So you can um, step back. So I kind of read through everything. And the rule is if you're cooking outside, outdoor cooking, it's fine. It's not, you're not going to get a citation. Okay. But it also says that it's got to be in something enclosed, like a barbecue pit, a grill, or something. And then it said, So no like s'mores over the fire pit and be like, I'm cooking. That is correct. Uh, no s'mores over found, the fire pit. They found the, the they, they caught the one thing. Yeah. Did they use the word s'mores? They did not use the word s'mores. What they used is no fire pit. <laughs> <laughs> so they got all of it covered. Ooh. And then whenever they were talking about the the thing you can cook in, it said the word enclosed. Then it also said that it had to be on a non-combustible surface and you have to either have a water hose or a fire extinguisher. <laughs> like next to it or nearby? It doesn't nearby. say. I don't know. I mean, look, Well, my, you can put it on cement. How close is close? I can put my fire pit on cement. And well, it does more. Right. Well, that's, I did. It still has to be enclosed. It would be enclosed. Like it'd be, it's one of the, the round fire pits, you know, like the, Oh, you got the little lid for it. You got the little lid. Hmm. Like mm-hmm. a chimney. But how do I do s'mores and have it enclosed at the same? Like, how do well, you put your steak on there? Would it open? I don't know. Like you can't, if you don't open it, I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused. Oh, they must want you to like, that's one of them crazy government rules. You got to use some quantum mechanics to get your steak inside the pit without opening it. 
It did say the fire, what, uh, what did they call that? The, whether you use wood, charcoal, pellets, none of that matters. All that matters is that it's, a, oh, that's what it was, designed to cook with. Oh, oh. so like me, yeah, I can't have Hold a fire on. pit and be like, this, well, I'm cooking. Right. right. It wasn't designed, it says uh, designed uh, to my, cook with. My fire pit came with a grill, a grill top. Mm-hmm. As long as it says designed to cook with, I guess you got a case. Yo, I'm just saying it has a grill top, and what the grill top was not for putting more wood on top of the grill, right? I mean, <laughs> no. that don't make no. sense, right? It, no, it seems like it's made for. Hey, you want to cook some steaks on an open flame? Go mm-hmm. for it. You still got the. Box. I'm not trying to cook it on some pecan branches. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what a lot of my are pecan branches. So yeah, mine too. And a little oak. I mean, the oak might be pretty good, but some pecan oak. Mm-hmm. Try something new. I got like chicken tree. I don't know what that tastes like. <laughs> Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of chicken drink too. Maybe some crepe myrtle. How's crepe myrtle? How you smoke that? Hmm. Crepe I don't know, but I'm ready. I'm ready to start burning stuff. Dude, I have some big piles back in our old burning days. Uh, Man, we used to have so many bonfires for uh, New Year's Eve. It was so fun. Uh, out, at, out at Chuck's house. I have two of those piles right now ready to go. Ready to go. So as soon as they say, oh yeah, y'all can burn something. One of those Y'all piles. Y'all come by. It's on. I remember one of those piles was burnt right before they opened up Ambassador Extension past Verrot. Yeah. It was already ready. It was all done, but it was still closed. The road was still closed because yeah. we went all the way down there to get firewood from some property. Yeah, we uh, we snuck on Ambassador Caffrey to get some <laughs> firewood. I remember one year, I think the, the I guess somebody that worked in the volunteer fire department lived in the, the neighborhood across from you over there in Scott. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't us because every once in a while he would leave and run down the street and then come back in a fire truck. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm guessing somebody did something dumb with a firework or a bonfire somewhere around. It was not us because they never us. came to us. <laughs> nope. But it was funny because we kept seeing the guy leave and go. And then, then you see the fire truck come back. Man, but he just kept passing up our house. Yeah. He just kept going. So we are responsible with our fires. Lafayette, Lafayette uh, Fire Department, you know, please don't come try to find us and find us. So Lafayette can opt out of it, too. Oh. If Lafayette decided to, because there are several, like uh, Bozier does not have a fire burn, a band burn, <laughs> fire burn, a fire burn, burn band. Shreveport fire burn does band not band have band. a, uh, so, th- well, that would be Caddo Parish, but there are multiple parishes that have already opted out. So who do we talk to about this? Uh, I don't know. We uh, probably just need some more rain. I don't know. I don't know. What What if we get one day of rain and let me burn some? Is it Rob Perillo? Rob I think it's Rob Perillo. Rob's he- fault. Huh? Are you saying it's his fault? I think he just makes a decision, right? If we can have a burn band. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's got to be in charge Somebody of Somebody has to be the expert. You know right. what I mean? Rob, tell us when we've had enough rain. <laughs> Rob, let's get it, bro. Hey, Rob, let us know when we come back. It's the R2RO Radio Show. Planet Radio 106.7. Welcome back to the R2RO Show. So, talking about burning things and whatnot, this time of year is always a big discussion. Sugarcane fields getting burned. Oh, and dude, I grew up in Broussard, and then I grew up in Copperfield when it just started. So, there was like three little roads, <laughs> and then we were surrounded by cane fields as far as you could see. So, I remember, like, yeah, December, I felt like it was like the apocalypse. Yeah. Like, the skies were black, and there was floating embers, and things were on fire. Yeah. Like I, the opposite of snow. 
Oh, dude, it was wild. Well, that's Louisiana snow. Louisiana that's South snow. Louisiana snow right there. Sugar mm-hmm. cane fields burning. Yeah, that's what I grew up. Three streets in the middle of sugar cane fields. We oh, yeah, you were down there really in sugar cane country. Yeah, we would St. Mary Parish all huh? through there, get fussed at by the farmers all the time for riding, <laughs> riding on their head lanes and tearing stuff up. Oh, but, uh, I mean, that's any any good boy that gets anything with any kind of mud tire on it. The cane field's the first place it goes, oh, isn't man. it? Oh, man, nothing like a good three-wheeler in the cane field, man. I remember cutting cane with my my pocket knife and chewing on that for the afternoon too yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i'd always bring my grandmother some go down to cameron oh uh, bring have to bring some sugar cane then she would grow it obviously because she can turn make anything grow from they can turn an oak tree from a branch kind of stuff like i mean they were just they could figure it out man they just knew did she have a sassafras tree she had plenty of sassafras oh, man. Still has that's sassafras. where you get that filet from she still has a sassafras trees I think it's the sassafras root that you get root beer from. Yeah, the old time root beer is the root yeah. of a sassafras tree. I don't even know what a sassafras trash tree tree is. <laughs> there, it <laughs> looks like a little bush almost. It's yeah, not yeah, even like a big tree. It's not a tree tree. Yeah, it's not very big. You may have had one in your yard and tore it down, like cut it down, didn't realize it looked like a uh It looks like a ratty bush. It was, yeah, it was just like, ugly it was like and trash, kind of a trash bush. I was like, why would somebody have that? But if you take the leaves off of them and dry them and ground them up. And then dry them and ground them up again. Then dry them and ground them up one more time. Then you got some good seasoning. Or you can just go to the store and buy some filet. Oh, uh, but it's yeah, got all them preservatives not, in it, bro. It's not going to be yeah. the same. That's why, we, that's, yeah, that's why you came in. If you walked in anybody's house and they were a self-respecting person from Cameron Parish, they had a jar of root or a filet in their freezer mm-hmm. yep. that just had a little masking tape on it with the date. Yeah, go to Rouse's and go buy some Zatarans or whoever. They can have the most coon-ass name ever, and then I'll bring you my grandmother's, and you'll taste the difference. Hmm. That's amazing. Would you just put that on gumbo? Oh, we put it on other stuff, well, too. You can put it on a couple. I've only ever had it on gumbo. Yeah. I've it's a different much, kind of spice, but it, yeah, it can add it to some other Cajun dishes sometimes. I've, I've added it to an etouffee here and there. It's a little different, but. Yeah. You can put a little, sprinkle a little bit on your uh, now, on your rice mm. when you th- before you put the etouffee on. Speaking of sugar cane, I know y'all had some steamed syrup in your house at some point. Oh, yeah. No I mean, doubt. I still do. I put that on some pancakes every once in a while. That's some good stuff, man. That's some good stuff. That's some good stuff. Not waffles, Acadiana. Definitely not how I thought oh, you would spell sassafras. <laughs> but it sounds exactly like you would spell sassafras. Yeah. We have to get you one. I know you like to touch the ground. I do like to touch the earth yeah, you and the trees. You probably need three of them. Three sassafras trees. And you can make root beer with this thing? That's what the old school root beer was. Or old school root beer wasn't carbonated either. No. Oh, I remember that. My, uh, yeah. my mom would make it in one of these plastic jugs that probably. Yeah, like an old uh, Tupperware. Yeah, a Tupperware, plastic Tupperware thing. Yeah, I'd yep. growing up, my parents had got divorced, but I'd go see my dad. And when I'd get over there, that was part of the little routine is he'd get out the, the Gatorade jug, the big five gallon one with the spigot on it, yeah. and break out some root like beer. Like the water jug? Yeah, and then break <laughs> out some root beer extract, and we'd make a big old thing of root beer. Like the thing they pour on the coach whenever he wins? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a lot. I mean, he drank That's a lot of root beer. beer. Yeah. And dude, all it was was this root beer at track, and I think it was actually made by Zatarain's. Yes, I yeah, remember. Yeah. That's what mom used to make. But it's sassafras root is what I think it is. It's, but yeah, yeah we that, to, and then it was They like, still have that? Dude, it was a whole yeah, bag of sugar. It, yeah. it was a whole bag of sugar. Uh. That's oh, all. Wow. It was that and sassafras, and it was the root, of, root beer extract and some water. It was wild. Hmm. That's how we used to drink sweet tea. Would be yeah, that much sweet, tea, that much tea with that much sugar. <laughs> the spoon stands up in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had to stir it every time before you drink a little bit, or all the sugar was at the bottom. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, the burning of the sugarcane fields though was definitely a. 
Highway 90. I remember driving from Franklin to Lafayette and everyone was stopped like you was that super thick morning fog. Oh, yeah. Just the smoke going across the highway. Dude. Oh, my God. Wow. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. All by, by Patuville and all that area. I remember when, and I know it's not quite the same comparison, but I saw some videos when they had all those wildfires going on in California. People were filming it from the interstate, you know, and oh, yeah, it just yeah. looked crazy. And I'm like, I was like, every December in Youngsville. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, it is. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about some other uh, things going on in Lafayette. It's the R2RO Radio Show. Planet Radio 106.7, the best rock on the planet. Welcome back to the R2RO Show. Got Chuck. Hey, hey. And Eric. Yeah. And it's me, Scott. Uh, And today I was, man, today I was looking on Facebook. There's a Facebook group out there called Lafayette Memories. And I know y'all didn't grow up in Lafayette, but you were close. Yeah. And now you know what it looks like these days. And we've talked about all the development and how it, it doesn't look the same than it did 20 years ago. But yeah. I sent you all those pictures today. Uh, these were pictures from looking down what was Flanders Road back then, which is now Ambassador. <laughs> like if somebody was sitting new right Flanders? there. Yeah, new Flanders, new Flanders. And it was looking towards the river, you know, with the mall on your right and... What is that petroleum tower was just being built? The big glass tower. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And this is the late 70s, early 80s, like when we were born, basically. Yeah. And after that, it was just forest. (laughs) Hunting property. It was wild. (laughs) Like right there where I guess Courtesy Lincoln is, the you know, the old Saturn dealership. That's where the the woods just started. Yeah. So uh, my father-in-law was telling me how pretty much where we live now was hunting lease for some of the people in town. Wow. <laughs> wow. So they would come out here. They would come out here. So south, south of the river where yeah. Ambassador is now. Correct. Correct. To come, This was all, there was a big hunting property out here. They had a camp out here and everything. And actually the camps across College Saloon from where we live. And they, I think the camp's still there. The old camps close That's to the crazy. river back there. Wow. Old hunting In property. the middle of the city now. Now it's, yeah, it's in the middle of everything. Yeah, pretty, pretty interesting. I know coming up here or, yeah, up here from Franklin area, I mean, we had to come here to get to the mall. Well, started off with the Northgate Mall. And then as that picture showed, the Canyana Mall was coming around at that point. Yeah, in the picture, we were just starting to build the mall. So it was like, I think somebody said it was like 1978, 79. Wow, that's an amazing picture. Yeah. And there was another one in there and it showed the intersection now that is probably the worst intersection that everything's moved south. Kali Saloum and Ambassador. And they were showing how they had just finally changed over the stop sign. It was a one way stop sign for everybody going down Ambassador. And Kali yeah. Saloum could just go all they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And the only thing that had happened in like 1978 was they said, OK, no, now Ambassador gets to go and Kali Saloum has to stop. <laughs> but it was like they were both two lane roads. They showed it was just a little stop, and there was a state police out there like reminding people who to stop. And then it only went down to Verot, or right? Yeah, wait, it only went down to Verot when I was growing up, right? Yeah, until twenty it was somewhere well, around two thousand eight. Yeah, is, when, is when we had a bonfire. <laughs> so yeah, so it, was around well, it might have been eight to ten. Yeah, because Rebecca could have been born by then too. Yeah, I remember in high school when Cal- they four lane Cali Saloon. Oh yeah, but there was nothing on it from Highway ninety all the way to Ambassador, <laughs> and we would come up for uh, like 
either skip out what, school what used day to or be, like Well, it still is. There's a little driving range right there on Kai Saloon, but it used to be surrounded by nothing but fields. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we would and, just... Cattle. Why? There was cattle right off of Kali Saloon. Yeah. Not that long ago. There still is some, actually. But. <laughs> not much. Not much. Th- there was cattle right before that Chick fil A was just built on Johnson Street, too. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Just, Very true. just a year ago. <laughs> In the middle of everything. Because, yeah, I'm sure, you know, our kids are going to go look at some pictures one day and look at that and be like, there was cattle in the middle of the city still. Yeah. Yeah. So, whenever I was looking at them, I looked at the population. Lafayette was at 150,000 right then. In the late 70s? In the, well, in 1980, it's okay. got 150,017. Wow. The city? No, this is parish. Oh, the whole, oh, wow. This is the parish. I, I stopped worrying about the city. The city's, right. where does it end? It, yeah, you kind of can't tell anymore. <laughs> I mean, back no. then, obviously, you could tell when you right. left Lafayette. Right. So you got Lafayette, then you got nothing, but you're still in Lafayette. Then all of a sudden you get to Youngsville. Yeah. Like I just, so I just been looking at the parish stuff lately. Right. So you got 150,017 and right now, according to whatever this is, the internet, Lafayette Parish is estimated at 247,807. So almost a hundred thousand people. Wow. In our lifetime. I mean, I looked so, at a stat at one day, and from 2000 to 2020, Lafayette was the fifth growing, fifth fastest growing city in America. Yeah. But it, was, it was right, I think, either ahead or behind Austin, Texas. It was above. Austin was sixth yep. on that list. That's amazing. That's in the last 20 years. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, it's amazing the way things have been going around here. Right. And now we got a Dave and Buster's. Oh. Oh, and a Top Golf. And a Top Golf. Dave and Buster's did announce their opening date, didn't they? The 27th. They? Oh. Right around Thanksgiving. Oh, that, is that like Black Friday or right around there? I think it's the uh, Monday it's, after Black Friday. Oh, nobody's going to work that day. <laughs> yeah, I, think so. I know. Black, opening on Black Friday would have been a pretty smart. Uh, that would have been pretty good. Uh, speaking of all the boom or Lafayette, probably yeah, right there in the eighties with all the oil field stuff that started going on. I mean, I know we had a bus period there too, but those pictures I sent also they had people that would land because they used to had like Lago. It wasn't Lago yet, but it was L A G O. Yeah, and they had that big oil symposium thing at the Blackham Coliseum back then. Oh, and wow. people would fly their planes in and land them. Their private planes. Yeah. And land them on what is now Ambassador. And then taxi them down what is now Johnston Street all the way to Blackham to go to so, the thing. From Ambassador to Blackham? They would land on Ambassador. That takes five minutes at 50 miles an hour. I'm just, uh, I, they, I had multiple pictures of planes sitting on that exact same well, road. I guess that taxi, they can go pretty. Yeah. Now, one of them fast. was like some big twin engine prop that they like dragged down Johnston Street. Wow. That's far. Yeah. That's, that's, that's amazing. Wild. That's a, that's a long trip. But I mean, I guess there was really nothing there for the longest time. Man, I couldn't imagine if I saw a plane landing on Ambassador these days or on any road. He wouldn't be able to fit. <laughs> but I mean, that landing on top of Nobody would let him in. <laughs> that is in our lifetime that they were allowed to just land a plane on a road. That's nuts. That is crazy. That's All amazing. Right. When we come back, we'll talk about some other things going on in life. Here. It's the R2RO radio show. Planet Radio 106.7, the best rock on the planet. Welcome back to the R2RO show. So I know everybody just had to go change their clocks again. Man, it's dark outside too early. It is. This is way too early. But I got to sleep a little later this morning. I enjoyed that extra hour of sleep Sunday morning only because we were at a softball tournament and we uh, stay up late. And But that feeling only lasts for like a week and then your body gets used to that one too. Well, I, did, I, never. Didn't, I didn't enjoy that extra hour at all. 
Why? I was driving back from Tuscaloosa, so I'd already had a bad night, and then I had to spend an extra hour of it in the car. Oh, and then when you got to spent my and then when you got to Mississippi at two a.m., you it bounced you back to Alabama. Yeah, it was like I'm back. They're like, "Hey, go back to Tuscaloosa for a little while." I'm like, "No, (laughs) (laughs) try again." I didn't want to get targeted. Um, no doubt, no doubt. But yeah, so this time is not my favorite way. I I like it better when it was like even I know I know the days get shorter with the seasons. That's just how nature works. Right. But I would rather from a time perspective, because nobody's work schedules change. No, I would prefer we just don't change it at all. Ever again. Ever again. But which one do you want to stay on? I don't know where we're at right now. Or do you want to? My number one is I wanted to stop changing. Oh, I'm the hundred. The reason for it. What was it? It was about saving energy. I think. Well, I, I thought it was like lights and AC farmers and stuff just to, to give them more. I, I don't understand. Give them more hours. They can go farm whenever the hell they want. That's why, why the clock got to sure. change. Yeah. I'm if they sure. want to farm at 3 a.m., they can go farm at 3 a.m. when the light comes do. up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I agree. So, sun up to sundown. I mean, I think most of America wants it to be one time and stop changing it. Right. I and think- I, I do think the most of America wants it to be David Light Savings Time. I know that's just what I, want, we've I mean. Tried I know one do. of the, re- the the studies I saw said like seventy five percent of Americans wanted to just just pick one. Right, pick one. That's the mo- number one. If I have to have anything, just pick one. Just stop wherever you at. So so actually, in twenty twenty, we passed a law in Louisiana that says if the because fe- it comes down the way this all works is you can actually choose as a state to not change. You don't have to go back and forth. Right. That Arizona does that. Arizona does not change time zones. Right. They don't recognize daylight right. savings time. Yeah. You just have to do some work with people in in Arizona, and it was it was weird because you had to remember what time of year it was because they're time difference changed. Sometimes they were an hour behind me. Sometimes they were two hours behind me. Oh, well, yeah, that's weird. It was a little weird. (laughs) Yeah. Because whenever we changed, they didn't. Oh, yeah. So then there was an actual difference in our time. So you can actually choose to stay on what is the time we're in right now. Right. This is standard time. Right. That's not cool. Other than Arizona, who has chosen to do so? Um, I think there might be some other states. And then there's actually even in some cases counties that don't recognize the, the change in times. So right. certain counties in certain states would yeah. just say, I don't know. No, y'all are five o'clock. We're at six o'clock. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Super weird. That's gangster. Yeah, so what I'm reading is uh, Germany came up with this way back in the early 1900s. I think it was just to mess with everyone. <laughs> in the in the early 100s? In the early 1900s, you know, like 3,000 years ago. Um, Germany believed that clocks changing would save $23.8 million back then, which is a, equivalent to about $685 million in today's times. By limiting Lemington, limiting lemons, lemons and limiting the use of artificial light. But we did it first in 1918 during the wartime. Okay, so Hawaii is the only other state. And it says most of Arizona. It doesn't say Arizona. But yeah, so the bigger deal is, is that if you wanted to stay on the time we were at, where the, the sun sets at a later time in the day. Yeah. The only way for you to do that is for the federal government to actually say it's okay. They have to allow that to happen. Mm. So Louisiana is ahead of things here because they did go and pass a law in 2020 that says as soon as the federal government lets it happen, ours automatically changes. And we only go to one time a year and it will be on daylight. What What is daylight savings time? Nice. So all we have to do is wait for the federal government to do something. To let us do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
So we're like, yeah, so we Uncle, might Uncle as well Sam, just pick the other we, one. Can we please? <laughs> we might as well just pick the other one. Uncle Sam, can we wow. please, please, please just use one time? Just use one time. But look, I mean, if nothing else, we got the Speaker of the House is from Louisiana now. So mm-hmm. let's at least get this time thing figured out. Yeah, we should totally do that. <laughs> we're going to put that in? That's, huh? I mean, that's my priority. I want to I want to be able to sleep a little bit later. I feel so. like we can all have that priority real, like for one week and get it done hey, he and then sent, move on. He sent me a text message the other day. I'm going to text him back. Yeah, he was asking for money, but I was like, I'll send you five dollars. I will send you five dollars. <laughs> I mean, look, hey, Mike, we just seventy five percent of America wants this, right? It's a way to right. reach this across is, the yeah. right, reach you across can run, the you can run for president. Nobody likes time. what y'all doing right now at all. So do something that seventy five percent of us would thing. be super happy That's with right. you if you just do this, and then y'all can go on right. and do whatever y'all. And then doing. everybody's gonna stop paying attention, and then yeah. y'll just do whatever y'all want to ruin. Oh, buy you so much goodwill if y'all just get this time thing straightened out first. Well, that was good times, guys. Uh, We'll see y'all next week on the R2R show on Planet Radio, the best rock on the planet. Radio edit. Thank you for listening to the R2RO podcast, Right to Remain Offended. Make sure you're subscribed. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and pretty much any major platforms where you can get podcasts. We would appreciate it. Until next time. So just know, if you're crying or you're having a bad day and you've been knocked around, the best thing to do is to come back.